Welcome to our Trusted Visions Placement and Consulting podcast series. As we thank you for taking the time to view our weekly podcast. Our goal at Trusted Visions with over 70 years experience in the financial services industry is to bring answers to important questions on various topics that you as financial advisors and financial professionals may have while allowing you to hear from successful and proven professionals just as yourself. With all that's taken place in 2020 and what is looking to carry into 2021, I am excited to be joined by Arthur Cooper, Managing Director with Cooper McManus to our podcast today. Arthur has been in the financial services industry for over 30 years, manages an OSJ with over 1 billion in assets and oversees 40 financial advisors nationwide. Today's topic we plan to cover is making a broker dealer change in the height of COVID and what to expect. Arthur made the decision early this year to move his large OSJ to another broker dealer. And we felt it would be important for all of you to hear directly from an OSJ of his, of his size answers to some of the questions I am sure you ask yourself daily. With that being said, Arthur, welcome to Trusted Visions Podcast. And thank you for graciously taking the time to be on here with me today to answer questions that many financial advisors I'm sure ask themselves daily. Well, thank you, Jeremy. Absolutely. Well, with that being started, I, I want to dive right in and be respectful of your time, Arthur. Um, the, the first question I have is, Arthur, you, you obviously have, have a large OSJ and had been with the same broker dealer for many years. Many may say you're crazy, but what made you make the decision to transition your group to a new broker dealer in the height of COVID? Well, truth be told, the, the decision process was being made before COVID became COVID as we know it. It just so happened once we pulled the trigger uh, and made the, the transition, that was in the height of uh, the COVID, the shutdown. And, uh, you know, at the time we were a little bit conflicted of should we move forward or should we, uh, you know, delay it? And you know, ultimately we moved forward and in hindsight, uh, the COVID turned out to be a positive when transitioning our books of business. Perfect. And what would you say were some of the positives and the negatives about making a transition with a group of your size in the height of COVID? Well, really the, the biggest positive that really we didn't realize until we were in the middle of it was there's a shutdown. Your clients are home, you know, everyone was easy to get a hold of. You know, when you're making a transition, talking to your clients, communicating to your clients is key. And sometimes I'm sure all of us have clients that sometimes it takes a month or more to get a hold of just to schedule an appointment. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't a problem. And uh, uh, most of our advisors experienced the same thing of reaching out, talking to clients uh, was not a problem. And they were all uh, surprisingly very receptive. And some of the negatives about making a transition in the height of COVID? Well, it, you know, it turns out a lot of the negatives were just our own fears. Um, There's a lot of uncertainty, you know, right at that point in time when we made the move, uh, the market was tanking. You know, we were seeing some huge drops. You couldn't find toilet paper. You know, it was a, it was one of those situations where uh, we didn't know what the future was going to hold. And uh, again, with that uncertainty, it, cr it created a lot of anxiety that uh, was unfounded at the end of the day. Understood. 
So when you were exploring your broker-dealer options and made the decision to, you know, make a broker-dealer change in the height of, of COVID, it, it wasn't just you and, and your practice you had to think of. You had to think of 40-plus advisors that you have nationwide. What was some of the feedback that you heard from those advisors uh, when they learned that you were transitioning to a no-broker-dealer in the height of COVID? Well, uh, first of all, when we started our looking for a new firm, there's a high level of communication with, uh, you know, our a group of key advisors. And uh, so we talked, ab talked about it. I was very transparent with uh, what the thought process was, you know, why we were doing it and, uh, you know, the purpose of it. And so advisors, as we initially approached them, were kind of uh, surprised. But when we walked through the logic and the, the things that we were doing in order to um, uh, you know, justify making that move and, and, you know, advisors kind of got it and they realized, Hey, this is a, this is a, a, a good move. It's, uh, something that is going to, you know, help us grow our practice and, and continue to flourish in the future, uh, and avoid some potential downfalls that were coming down the line. So when you say transparency and communication amongst your, your advisors was a key uh, component of, of your success? Yeah, absolutely. Because, uh, you know, I could not operate in a vacuum. Uh, and, and if I did, uh, you know, I think I'd have a little bit of a rebellion with, with the advisors. You know, it's a, you know, it's a key thing to make sure that as a group, everybody's on the same page. Uh, you know, because I can't uh, operate necessarily unilaterally and just say tough, you know, this is what we're doing, you know, jump on board or, or get off. Understood. And the next question, now you're six, nine months past your transition. Uh, tell us about the outcome of your transition uh, as it pertains to asset transfers, retention of advisors, accessibility of clients. Um, more surprised with all of that, or was it what you expected? Well, you know, it was, uh, aside from, you know, hiccups, because moving is hell. Uh, you know, the logistics, uh, there's over 11,000 accounts that we facilitated uh, moving. So, uh, you know, from that standpoint, it was a nightmare, but we knew what to expect. So uh, when we, uh, you know, kind of went through, we found that uh, our assets transferred fairly quickly. We had over 80% of our assets move from the old firm to the new firm in less than 30 days. Oh, wow. And I think a lot of that has to do with uh, prior planning and making sure that we had all our ducks in a row before we pulled the trigger to, to make that move. And, uh, you know, as of today, you know, aside from the typical new clients and uh, clients leaving, uh, we moved, I would say, pretty darn close to 100% of the assets, you know, at the end of the day. Wow. That, so were you surprised by that outcome or what, what it, you it expected? Was, you know, I, I, I was expecting we were going to uh, lose a lot. But when we look at our uh, AUM uh, before the move and our AUM today, uh, in fact, we are higher today than we were before the move in March. Congratulations on that. And last question, and probably the most important question for those that are listening in on this podcast. 
Speaking of your size, what would you tell anybody, whether it's a single advisor or an OSJ, with, with all that's going on, it looks like there's a, a new spike in COVID. We're, we're past the election and, and going into a new president into 2021. What, would you, what advice would you give to an advisor or an OSJ that's considering making a transition with all of the uncertainties that have already happened in 2020 and likely rolling into 2021? Well, I, I would you know start out by saying that all of the stuff that we're going through right now are event-based and it's, it's noise. Because if you think about it, there's never a right time to move. You know, there's uh, always things that are, make it inconvenient. So uh, if you kind of look at the aspect of, okay, you've made the decision, you need to move, change for whatever reason that may be, just map out a plan, implement the plan and uh, just put your head down and, and work until it gets done. Um, you know, the resistant and the concerns of, oh, will my clients fo follow me or not is really more of an issue in your own head than it is with your clients. And when you uh, explain to your clients your rationale for making a move, whether it's enhanced capabilities or, you know, be able to provide uh, better service for the clients, you know, at the end of the day, they're supportive and, and they want to see you succeed and they want to work with you. Perfect. Well, Arthur, thank you for taking the time uh, to address, I'm sure, what is a hot topic with many advisors and OSJs. Um, congratulations on the transition and the successful transition. Thank you for all that are listening, for taking part in the podcast. We do have, and it's, it's a surprise, but we do have we will randomly draw two individuals that, that listen to our podcast and send them a special gift, uh, which you can't see at all, um, but it, it's a Trusted Visions box. Um, so thank you again for listening. Arthur, thank you for taking the time to uh, be on this podcast to, to cover a topic that I think was very important for many people. You're very welcome. Thank you.